Welcome, 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 everybody. It's Inebriated Podcast. It's your host, Sam C. I'm a co-host for the day, Miss Jillian, Jillian Ferrari. What up? Welcome, 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 everybody. How's everybody doing? It is another week here in October. We, we're having some new things going on. We got some nice little surprises going to be happening for all our viewers. Just, just wait and see. I got, I got some, some nice little details coming up for you guys. So please stay tuned to the Inebriated Podcast. Uh, here we are. Miss Jillian Ferrari, what's going on in your world? Uh, excited for Halloween, actually. That's been in my mo- on my mind today. Really? Really? Um, what I want to do, obviously get drunk. Right. But, um, <laughs> where has been the, the topic of conversation. Okay. Um, like, like, what's some of your favorite places in, in South Florida to visit? Because, I mean, obviously people that have never been um, here... You know, it's a different experience. Like, like some people are having a winter October, like, already. I know. I know. Summer has had, like, some crazy blizzard recently. We're still here sweating balls. Right. Um, favorite places? I don't know. I think um, South Beach isn't exactly my thing. I don't care for Miami too much. But Fort Lauderdale okay. is kind of more my style, if anything. Um, I read about some... Bar calls and some parties that were happening, but um, you know we have the wedding the next day, so we can't really get too fucked up on Halloween. Right, 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 right. Yeah, maybe for- like a few days before we can pretend it's Halloween. True, true. Parties all week, like all week is fucking Halloween. Like, right, it right, right. Matter, you know, I mean, South Florida every day is Halloween. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Florida man does. Right. Well, yeah. Shout out to Florida man. They they definitely need to like. Fuck a hashtag. They needed just a web page or an Instagram page full of just Florida man shit. Like, Remember when it was the trend with the Florida man thing? You Google your birthday and then Florida man and something comes up. Right, so right, right. You find right, out right. what Florida man did on your birthday. Right, like, exactly. No, every that, day of the year there's something that's so fucking embarrassing. always something in Florida. <laughs> but no, back to the, the Halloween thing. Like, yeah, like South Beach, obviously, you know, it's overcrowded, overdone. For the most part, I'm not going to say that it's not enjoyable. You know what I mean? It is if you like... Large crowds and like twenty dollar drinks. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, yeah, it's um, different. Winwood when we went for Halloween, remember how fucking crazy it was crazy down there? Crazy packed. It was crazy packed. So, and the parking was a nightmare. Remember? So, right, 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 right. I don't know if that would be the best idea, but I think that bar crawl in Fort Lauderdale might not be too bad of an idea. True. It has true. specials, no covers on things with the wristband they give you. So. Seems like it would be cool. They have bar crawls down there all the time. And, like, I always wanted to go to one, but, like, never did, you know? I guess I didn't care that much, but I think it would be cool to do that for Halloween. Right, right, right. Okay. No, I, you know. I hear you on that. Or, you know, um, right now what we have going on now in, in South Florida, in the heart of Hollywood, Florida, is the Hard Rock. Uh, mm-hmm. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. They just built a brand new hotel. But it is in the shape of a motherfucking guitar, ladies and gentlemen. A fucking mm-hmm. blue color changing guitar. Like it's blue, it's blue stained glass all around. But that motherfucker is every color you can think of at mm-hmm. night. It literally lights up the sky. They're saying that actually the lights shoot up uh, to where you can see it from space. I did read that somewhere too. I wasn't sure if it was real or not, but considering how it looks, I bet, you know? Yeah, no, it looks badass. If you guys go online right now, and, and look up the Hard Rock Hotel in Hollywood, Florida. It is, it's going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been telling people for a long time now that I think really South Florida is turning into the new Vegas. 
It is, I think, especially more so with this now. I would love, I'll just wait until see, like, to see what happens when it actually is open and everything there is open. Right. The grand opening's... Next week. This coming weekend. Yeah, yeah. The 24th. So, we'll see what goes on there. And they have the day club, the night club that's coming up. And I don't know what else they're going to have, but it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that whole concept is, like, crazy to me. Like, I mean, it's not too crazy now that we've, we've experienced some things. Like, two weeks ago, we, we uh, visited another club that was jam-packed. During the day, at least over 500 people for brunch on a Sunday. Like, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think this Hard Rock thing is going to take it to the next level. I think that what they're going to be doing as far as their atmosphere, especially, like, they're trying to bring the ocean inland. Like, literally, they built the hotel, like, aquatic area. Just, I mean, they basically took up, like, two parking lots to make a pool. So, this is probably one of the biggest pools in South Florida right now. Probably. That I can imagine. Yeah. And even where it is, um, like, location-wise, um, with it being close, well, not obviously right next door, but, like, in relative proximity from the airport. Right, 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 Fort right. Lauderdale International Airport is right. basically right there. Like, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially that all the entertainers come down here anyway. I know. They got to perform at the Hard Rock Live. They mm-hmm. obviously probably stay at the Hard Rock Live. Like... You can get a hotel at... Uh, Attractions, clubs, restaurants, a pool, a bar, a, a and, and concert venue—all in one spot. You don't even have to leave the fucking resort. Right? You don't. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a family that lives in the Hard Rock, or like a sing, <laughs> or like a single bachelor, or oh ex, my God, or ex somebody's ex husband, just like living, <laughs> or somebody's current husband, right? Or somebody's <laughs> current husband living in the Hard Rock. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like it is—it's literally becoming a one-stop shop for a Florida lifestyle. Yeah. And like with this grand opening, it's gonna. I think it's gonna change the game, especially like we just visited. We just visited a nightclub literally that just opened up across the street from the casino, and even that is still getting some gravity to what the Hard Rock is gonna be. You know, it's expected to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think like you pointed out too when we were there that um, the kind of music that they're playing at this spot. Compared to what they're probably going to have at the Hard Rock. Like, I would assume... I could be totally wrong, but my guess of, like, the kind of clubs and stuff that they're going to have at the Hard Rock is going to be more, like, like house music and, like, that, like, normal clubby kind of thing that, like, people from out of town, like, want to come for. Right, right, right. Whereas, like, I think the spot across the street, like, it's smaller, it's more for locals, it doesn't have, like, a huge flashing neon sign that says, like, come here, come here, you know? And it's it's more, like, I think, for us... To not have to deal with, like, the touristy bullshit, but, like, still go out, you right, know? Right, 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 it's a, it's a happy alternative. And if you want to be with the tourists, then you just walk across the street and right, you're there. Right. You know, like, it couldn't be more convenient, you it, know? Exactly, exactly. And that's why, like, I think it's going to be, you know, reinvigorating for the Hollywood area because I think the Hollywood area has been just missing its spark, you know? Like, Hollywood, like, for people yeah. that aren't from here, Hollywood was, like, the happy alternative to Miami and Miami Beach. Like, if you didn't want to live in Miami or, like, just centralize yourself in, like, little Cuba, basically, like, everybody from Miami moved to, basically, you would consider this kind of like a suburb, but the Broward County area. Basically, mm-hmm. like, we're literally on the county line. So, we we traverse back and forth from Miami all the time, but this became, like, a central hub for people that wanted the Miami experience without the Miami crowd. 
So mm-hmm. I think now with the Hard Rock, it's going to reinvigorate that and give that the energy that Broward County uh, is, has been expecting for a while. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, the downtown Hollywood area used to be, like, better than it is now. Like, there's a few places down there that are, I don't know, like, it's all, like, bars. There's only really a couple clubs down there, but it's not like a Miami Beach or, you know, downtown Miami. It's not like downtown Fort Lauderdale. It's not. It's like... It's like the crappy smaller version of those two things, you know? So now that the Hard Rock is here and everything that they're going to have, that's definitely going to bring way more people and attractions and fun and publicity and whatever to Florida. You right, know? right, because right. Everybody in the country is at some point going to hear about this stupid guitar. Right. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it, I think it's going to be such a staple for South Florida yeah. that it's going to make it seem like South Florida is having something like a Walt Disney World being created down here. Like, that's how much entertainment I feel is coming to South Florida. And that's why I feel even so confident in doing, you know, something such as this, like a podcast now. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like we're the new Vegas, we're the new L.A., you know, we're a subtropical climate. It's beautiful all the time. You know, we get winter for two days out of the year. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, there's really nothing better. I mean, honestly, I mean, mean, and this is just my opinion. I'm not saying that everywhere else isn't great. It's just, you know, Miami is definitely, uh, I think, coming on the map. That's what I mean. Definitely standing out on the map as being not only a fashion icon in the world, which it already is, but it's still a step behind, I think, L.A. and New York. Oh, definitely. And I think now with the type of entertainment that we're going to be providing, we're going to be stepping in front of those, those other cities. Yeah. I could see that, definitely with time, for sure. And this guitar is definitely a step in the right direction for that. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, the Seminoles, like, were not slipping when they made that decision. They no. they knew exactly <laughs> what we wanted, and they're going to give it to us. No, for sure. I mean, they're going to they're gonna fuck us on the price, but fuck it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whatever, you know. Right, we're willing to endure. <laughs> like, like, I was literally uh, talking to you about this the other day, that, like, South Florida's new slogan should be, like, it's not for poor people. Like, like, yes, of course, you know what I'm saying? There are impoverished communities here, but literally with the gentrification that's happening right now in this area and other areas like it, like it's, they're trying to literally make us the new Vegas where it's just not going to be like consumable for, for impoverished people. Yeah. Which, um, you know, obviously is a little bit fucked up because like you're pushing them out, pushing them out. Like. Where are they supposed to go? Right. That's the thing. Like, where are you pushing them to? You're kind of making life even harder for them than it already is, you know? But from their standpoint, honestly, truly, like, if you were them who were creating all these brilliant, you know, money-making, economy-boosting ideas for South Florida, you don't care about that. Right, It sounds fucked up, but, like, the way that they have to think to make shit happen, like, unfortunately... They're not on the list of priorities. Right, right, right. It's mean, but like, that's how you make shit happen. Like, you can't, if you're worried about everybody and every little thing, like, you're never going to do anything because nothing's ever going to be perfect at that point. Or getting anything done. I mean, you know, really, really down here, money talks. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And with how the economics are going, like, you know, people are going to be stuck between either Orlando. And Miami, and which is just yeah. a crazy dynamic, because you're thinking, oh, well, Orlando has its, you know, lifestyle entertainment too, but now Orlando's seeming like the more common place to go for families that even want to be established, or just in the Orlando area. I don't know what that county yeah. is called, 
but in that Orlando area just to create families now. Yeah, not even, right, not even exactly Orlando in particular, but, like... The surrounding areas. Yeah, but it's true because you think about it, like, the affordability is there. The, you know, things are coming up over there because they know that people are moving over there, so they're building it up to be a little bit more, you know, family-friendly. And also, like, the downtown area over there we hear is a lot like Fort Lauderdale. Right. Maybe not open as late or, you know, have the same, like, surrounding amenities as we do here since everything is, like, basically in our backyard. Right, right. But, yeah, I think it's definitely, like, a good alternative to here. Like, like short of moving out of Florida, right? Like, I think it's a good alternative to South Florida. It seems, like, safer up there. I've heard the school districts are better than here because we know the school districts over here are for shit. Generally, most of them suck. Right, right. But I don't think they have as much of a problem with that over there. So imagine, like, you're starting a family. Like, it's kind of, like, a no-brainer in a way. Right. Like, what do I do that's best for me and my future family? Like, you're not going to send your your kid to a fucking slum-ass school so that you can stay in Miami. Right, you know? right, right, like, right, right. You're not ready to have kids if you have that mentality. You True. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 1,000%. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are, are moving there for that reason, you know, and I get it. Right, even like you know? our peers. Our peers are moving uh, to Orlando. We had a, a, Everyone's leaving us. I know. <laughs> so it's sad. A, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, but it's true. It's, it's, it is for some people the best decision that... Yeah. That they can make at the time. Um, and shout out to our Orlando family. We're coming For to sure. you soon. We have a wedding up there. Shout out to you, yeah. Tig and Andrea. Um, you know, I'm so happy for you guys. I hope you guys, you know, watch this episode. This one's for y'all. So for sure. definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, with, with Orlando, I definitely see that they're trying to make that the new the new hub for people to either live in or at least inquire about because i mean we do have some uh neighborhoods in between that like we have uh, a location called poor st Lucie that yeah. people have ventured to mm-hmm. in the past and recent years like probably like in the last 10 15 years people have ventured to poor st Lucie because it's a happy medium between yeah. orlando and miami like right. like their slogan not their official slogan but their unofficial mm-hmm. slogan basically is we're an hour and a half away from orlando and we're an hour and a half away from Miami. Right. So you can conveniently uh, reach both locations from this hub, which we've established. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting concept, especially yeah. for, you know, visitors, tourists, and permanent uh, residents that are going to be here in South Florida. Right, right. And that's the thing. Like, you know, we could, like, they come down from Orlando sometimes. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And, like, love going out down here again. It's like... It's like you miss it, but, like, you know that you don't want it all the time right. anymore, you know? It's like you go out and, you know, go to Tootsie till fucking 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever, but you probably can't do that in Orlando. Right. But, like, your priorities change, you know? So I think that's where, um... And it's only a full, what, three, three and a half, four-hour drive from Orlando here? Right, right. You know? So, like, it's not even that bad, you know? You don't have to take a plane here. You don't have to... You know, plan to stay here a week. Like, you can literally make a weekend out of it. Like, a couple of days just to get away and then go back, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So I mean, it's like... It's doable. Yeah, yeah. Like, even the keys from where we are at mm-hmm. is about three hours. Yeah. Like, two... It's like four to get to Key West. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. to get to, like, even even southernmost point is, like, four hours. Yeah. You know? This isn't bad either. Right, 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 right. So, like, I would imagine that anybody that lives in Key West would probably feel what people like Orlando feel... Mm-hmm. Where they're traversing from Orlando to South Florida, whereas a, a, someone that lives in Key West 
would traverse to get to Miami, it would take about the same time. Yeah, right, right. You right. know? So it's actually an interesting concept that this is becoming more of the commonality now than ever has before. I mean, in my, mm-hmm. in my lifetime. I mean, there's probably older generations that have, have experiences with their peers, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing it more frequently now with, with my peers. Yeah. For sure. Right, right, right. I agree. And I'll be excited to go to Orlando and, like, see them and see, like, the area that they live and whatever. Just, like... Something different, and I haven't been to Orlando in so many years, and I've only been for Disney. Right, right, right. Living in Disney, right. (laughs) You want to see like the surrounding areas, you know? Right, right, right. And that's the benefit of even you know living there. Like, you know, not only you know do you have better schools, better housing, like not affordable housing, just more affordable housing, Um, entertainment that is that you're surrounded by, like. You're literally in Disney World, basically. Like how they <laughs> yeah, how sure. they built it was it was a swamp before, and the motherfucker just said, "Hey, put a fucking roller coaster right here, and <laughs> and we get it popping." So I mean, yeah. I, I can obviously see that you know them visiting Disney or Universal Studios like that would just be commonplace, kind of like how we visit the club nightclub bar scene here. I would imagine like Disney and Universal Studios is their type of entertainment there. Maybe not, yeah. maybe not on a repetitive stance, but definitely more frequent than not. Right, you You'll know? definitely have the annual pass. <laughs> right, 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 right. You might as well, like no, especially like you get a discount just being not only being a Florida yeah, resident, right. but then being an Orlando resident, they probably get a further discount. I never thought about that. I don't know. I mean, you're I literally local. I know, but they already do the Florida resident discount, so right. they, you think like I don't know. Well, you maybe would, they could do it. Yeah, and even more. Like, exclusive one. Right. Not only do you live in Florida, but you live in our city, too. Right. You're literally 30 minutes away. You can bring your kids here every weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without having to spend an arm and a leg. Right. You know? Oh, my God. Isn't that, like, a child's dream right there? Well, not only that, (laughs) and you would bring, like, your tourist friends in through your discount. So, I mean, it's a win-win. That's true. It's a win-win for them. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that that is offered. I'm just saying that that would be an inclusive idea for the locals because why do you want them going to spend money at a local restaurant and bar when you got restaurants and bars in Disney? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those why wouldn't you? What do you have to lose? Yeah. I you don't know? think they have alcohol in Disney. But well, yeah. don't they have the drinks around the world in Epcot or something like that? In Epcot they have it, but I don't think they have... Well, I'm saying the whole Disney umbrella... I'm oh, not, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying Disney. I'm like, I think most of the parks are the areas you can't drink. Right, right. I'm not saying Disney Magic Kingdom, but I'm saying Disney. Yeah, like and the Disney Disney. Right, right. Like the 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 umbrella that yeah. it's under. I would love. I wish we can like when we're up there for the wedding to like go to Epcot and drink around the world. That'd be so fucking cool. Right. Or like okay. go another time. Like, but really, overall, we just need to do it at some point. Now. Right, right, right. Well, I'm dying I, to fucking do that shit. I, it's November 8th, so I don't. I think it's on a Friday. It's or it's, a Friday. Okay, it's on a Friday, so maybe we just stay the weekend. You know? We'll That'd make, be cool. We'll make it a thing. We'll make it a thing. Um, but it's it's going to be quite an experience, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I said, shout out to my Orlando family, man. You know, Tig, <laughs> Rafael Cruz, and Miss Andrea Villa. Like, I, I love you guys, and... I'm so proud and happy for you guys to make this commitment to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to make this just my speech right now. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to go on stage and speak in front of a thousand people. I'll do it right here and just tell y'all that I love y'all 
and that this one goes out to y'all, man. Thank y'all for being our friends for so long. Like, mm-hmm. you guys inspire us mm-hmm. as we hope to inspire you. And, for sure. And this is definitely just, this goes out to y'all. Um, but on another note, let's move Let's move forward with, you know, because we still, we have the Hard Rock grand opening, well, re-grand opening. Um, <laughs> re-grand opening, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they're still no, open. It's true, the it's casino true. is still open. That's but, true, don't ever close. <laughs> but, this, but this new hotel aspect, that they're introducing is going to be crazy. It's yeah, going to be crazy. for sure. Because I would definitely say they probably lost a lot of business from the nightclub atmosphere that they had before. Mm-hmm. Like, they had, like, a bar crawl, what they called it, Paradise Island. They had, like, a bar crawl scene. Basically, like, they just put a bunch of bars and nightclubs next to each other and just let you frolic and gallivant as much as you want. And It was you know, so fun out there. No, it was definitely fun. You know what I'm saying? Probably one of my some of my fondest moments mm-hmm. in life. Like I actually used to work at one of these bars, and it was just fun. It was fun. I worked there every weekend. You know, great people, great company. They had a company called Wet Willies out there that, oh, if you travel abroad, you probably ran by it at any type of watering hole. Like Wet Willies is a shit. It's frozen alcohol, daiquiri drinks. They get you fucked up. You have two or three of them. Actually, mm-hmm. that was kind of like one of our first dates, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. I completely embarrassed myself, but that's for another time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no. So, like, them going from that nightclub atmosphere and style to what they have now, I mean, I, I definitely could see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to um to seeing what that's all about once it's open and we can go and shit. Right, 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 right. So, for sure. That day club, nightclub, I'm pumped for that shit, a, I can't wait. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. And I and I hope they integrate like the pool area because if they integrate the pool area in some way, oh forget about it. They'll probably have the number one nightclub day club in South Florida for sure. Yeah. Because if it's kind of like iguanas, I mean iguanas is kind of killing it right now. From the brunch that we experienced, like. Yeah, if you're yeah yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're into that in particular, um, then yeah, for sure. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I'm, I'm really pumped for it to open. I don't know what else is going to be in there. I haven't seen any specific like ads for like what else they're going to have in right. there. Like I just know about Dare, the day club, nightclub. But like, what, I don't know what else is going to be. Right, right, right. I, well, I don't know. I there. mean, the, the, the Guitar Hotel is taking up a lot of space right. as, as well as the pool area. The pool, right. So that's why I'm saying I hope like they implement it, integrate it some way to where it works together, where the pool opens up at the day club and then they close the pool area into the nightclub area. Like that would be dope as fuck. I know. I mean, just that concept alone. I mean, I'm sold. I'm sold on going. I'm sold on you know entertaining myself in that type of crowd and that Mm -hmm. type of atmosphere because that's really what we want in South Florida. Like. We want any form of entertainment that's by the water. Like, the purpose of being down here yeah. is to be next to water. So True. why not, you know, accommodate yourself, especially in a hotel setting, because as soon as you hit the water, you're going to get tired. After drinking all day, mm-hmm. you're going to be fucking exhausted. So what's the next best thing to do? Go upstairs to your hotel room. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a win-win situation all the way around. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And then, so, with that... We got the we got the hard rock, and then we got some real sensitive topics right now going on, in in the world right now, especially especially in the justice system right now. I just want to you know dabble into it because it is a hot topic of discussion. Uh, we have the case of Amber Geiger, 
and she is an officer. I, I don't know of what police district, but she had committed a homicide on a young gentleman that was in his own home. She mistakenly took the home for her home because they lived in the same apartment complex, and she accidentally took his life, and now she is looking at 10 years for, I don't know if it was first degree, second degree, or manslaughter, but she's going to be looking at some time. Like, do you have any, like, opinion on that? Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I feel sorry for, you know, obviously the victim and the family, but... And also the family of the police officer because their lives are forever changed now by, because of her mistake. Right. But my whole thing that, and I didn't really read like all the details of the case, but it's kind of hard for me to believe that you can mistake your apartment for someone else's. Like, I've come home here completely wasted. Never once have I tried to go into somebody else's apartment. Like, <laughs> that's not a thing. And also... You open the door. I'm assuming the door must have been unlocked because her key isn't going to open another apartment. Right. So the door must have been unlocked, whatever. But, like, you don't open the door and, like, immediately, like, look, like, get taken back for a second and be like, well, this isn't my stuff. Like, like, how do you not know? (laughs) And and then to shoot somebody. Right. Like, if he was running towards her or showing some kind of aggression that he was going to harm her. It's like, it still wouldn't be excusable because she she's ultimately the one that fucked up. She right. walked into his apartment. He didn't walk into hers. Right, right, right. But, like, the poor guy was just sitting there watching TV eating ice cream. And I don't know why the fact that he was eating ice cream makes me feel more <laughs> sad about the situation. It's just, just, like, innocent activity. Right. That, like, it just, it, like, made it worse almost, you know? But, like, I don't know. I feel, I feel bad that she made such a horrible decision. I kind of also think that her story is bullshit because what she's saying really doesn't add up. You don't accidentally walk into someone else's apartment. You don't you don't act that quickly to shoot somebody. Like you're supposed to be a trained officer. officer. Of the law. Like especially when there's no aggression being shown to you in the moment, there is no reason why you should be shooting. Right, right, right. You know? And the fact that, you know, his brother spoke in court and asked to give her a hug. I know a lot of people are outraged by that right now. But I and also, to, and also the judge. Yeah, but also I have to say like um it took a lot of courage and a lot of forgiveness and a lot of um you know, just being a good-hearted person for him to even attempt that. Yeah, like to do something so most people wouldn't act that way. Like, your automatic reaction is to have hate towards this person. They took somebody from you. But, like, the fact that he did that really kind of did show that he was a better person, that he did it for his brother because he knew what kind of person his brother was, and he wanted to honor him in a way by continuing his life in a way that he felt like his brother would have done. Right. You know? So for people to say, I can't believe he fucking did that, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, it, it was an unbelievable thing. Nobody expected that to happen. But stop making it sound like it was impossible, a bad thing and like he should be criticized and shunned and talk shit 
about because of it. Like, right. what he did was beyond most of our understanding, you know? And if that could pass, if that gesture and that forgiveness that he's feeling in himself is going to help him sleep at night for the rest of his life, knowing that his brother was murdered innocently, and that's going to make him feel better and make him feel like he's living for his brother, who obviously was a good person, like, shut the fuck up, everybody. Like, let him do what he felt he needed to do. It's so easy to say what we would do. Oh, well, if I were him, I wouldn't have done that. If I were him, I would have blah, blah, blah. We're not him. Right. We, we're, most of us will never be in that situation. So don't say what you would do. You don't know what the fuck you would do unless you're in that predicament. For sure. You know? So that's really my take on the situation. Yeah, no. And And he showed that he is an incredible person for that. For sure. And and I agree. And I agree to that extent. You know, it, it had to take definitely some, some major guts. And mm-hmm. some, you know, I don't, I don't know what kind of power that man has. Obviously, he got to have superhuman strength because there's just no, in my opinion, there's just no way that that type of forgiveness can be given, in my opinion. Um, and I just, you know, shout out to you, brother. Like, that, that took some real strength that I don't yeah. believe most of us have, nor are willing to acquire in this uh, lifetime. You so know? true. It really is. So I, I can't say that I completely agree with that action. Um, again, like I said, my my resentment to someone might hold true in that moment. You know, maybe down the line I would be able to uh, forgive, mm-hmm. but to embrace, you know, the, right. the one that took, my loved one's life, I don't know exactly yeah. if I would have that type of strength. So mm-hmm. if that gentleman has that type of strength, you know, man, mm-hmm. shout out to you, bro. You know, a lot of people are giving you flack for it, but, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be the strongest motherfucker I know. For real. It's got to be the most freeing feeling to not carry that hate that's, in your heart for that person. Yeah, that's a lot of hate. That's a lot you of know? hate. That is, that, is, that is for sure. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> that is for sure. A lot of hate, and yeah. I I don't know if most people have that type of strength for love yeah. as much as they would hate, you know what I'm saying? Because this yeah. is a loved one, you know? This isn't just somebody you try to help off the street. This isn't, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, no matter what it what your circumstances is, is for someone that you can possibly have a feeling for, you know, I just can't imagine that type of forgiveness. I, I mean, it just yeah. it, it's, it's baffling to me. And then the only thing I did find that was inappropriate, and I, she's also going to get some flack too right now, is the judge. When you're a judge, you are not a part of the... You're not supposed to show any emotion towards either side. Right. You're supposed to look at it from a legal standpoint, and that's it. Right. And, and that's what I wish was addressed, and... Uh, that shouldn't have happened, no. That should have happened. I, I feel mm-hmm. that was very unprofessional of her. Yeah, it wasn't appropriate. This is my opinion. Um... Very unprofessional and very uh, biased. I don't know what they what was said between the judge and the young lady, but whatever it was, uh, the 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 action entirely was inappropriate. Right. Yeah. Because as a judge, you know, we are judged by our peers, so the peers m- make the decision to sentence us to these cr- for these crimes, and the judge is there to execute. The judgment on behalf of the jury. That is your only job in in that setting for that particular 
situation. Now, mm-hmm. there are judges that do hand down sentences on behalf of the state and behalf of the right. district attorney, but... Right, if it doesn't go to trial. Right, but solely enough, usually the judge is there to to execute an order or to uh, make sure that the order is passed, not to biasly help someone grieve in their most fucked up moment. I mean, I don't know how to even explain it. Like, yes, the woman feels distraught. She just was sentenced to 10 years. Um, And you could tell that she was remorseful, too. You know, she wasn't standing there like a... Like a stone cold bitch, like right. she knew she truly fucked up. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Well, I mean, so, but I don't think she would have felt exactly that way if she would have beat it. You know what I'm saying? So like, but you still carry that with you for your entire lifetime, and that's that's a life sentence in itself. Knowing that you took you a life. killed somebody, right, 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 right. Like an an innocent person too. Like if you're killing somebody for defense, where you had to do it, that's different. It's a justified murder, but this isn't justified in any way that you look at it. Right, right, she, right. She has to deal with that for a lot longer than the 10-year sentence that she got. Oh, for sure, for sure. Her- you know, do I think she should have gotten longer? Of course, she killed somebody. Right, right. No, but, no death should be a, a 10-year prison sentence. Right, that's right. That's not nearly enough ever. Right. But, you know, it is what it is, you know, and I hope that the family of, you know, the victim is able to you know, be okay with be that. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I'm saying the brother, you know, he's getting so much, you know, flack right now, like you said, but like, this isn't the time to be criticizing him or talking shit about him or saying what he should have done, blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't think this poor kid is going through enough mentally and emotionally as it is right now. He needs right. the whole country criticizing him and telling him what a, what a pussy he is and what a, like, this, sorry, this like, that. you know, like, yeah, all right, of right. these, like, he doesn't need that right now. He's trying to heal from something that was tragic. Like, if that's what he felt like he needed to do, like, everybody else can fuck off entirely. Right, and and would have to accept it, you know. And again, this is just all our opinions. This mm-hmm. is, they are, they're, right. They may seem one-sided, but they are ours, our own. And they have to be as much honored as that gentleman's decision to embrace yeah. that young lady. So, you know... I mean, what do you what do you think would have like if you were asked to say something? See, but it, it's it's what? all it's all situational. Like we can't right, 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 even right, right. asking this question. Like whatever you tell me, it's still circumstantial. Yeah, because you don't know how you would really emotionally and mentally feel if that did happen to you personally. But like, right. what would you say if you're speaking to the person who killed your brother? Or just family member in general, whatever. I, I personally... Would you tell them to fuck off and die, or... Well, no, actually, personally, personally, this is just my decision. What you think you would do. What I think, what I would do at this point in my life right now, I just wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything and let just the expression on my face and the expression that my body would just radiate in the room, let the person know how I feel. I just wouldn't say anything. Okay. I, I don't feel like, well, because I've seen other cases where, you know, the family or a member of the family stands up and reads off of a paper that, you know, kind of seals the deal or m- makes a motion for the room. I would, I personally, you know, it might not be uh, recommended by my lawyer at the time or my family's lawyer at the time, but I personally probably would take the decision to say nothing. 
Like, I would say nothing and just let the person that is being handed down this sentence just feel me. Like, not feel okay. me personally, like, touch me, but feel me as far as my presence in the room. You know? And maybe maybe they're so distraught that they don't even see me. Maybe they don't even feel me. But I would imagine that the, that the facial expression that I would have on my face and that the the emotion that I would have in my body would radiate so, like, with such a high frequency that I would imagine that the person would feel it. So, yeah, at this point, okay. I would say that's how I would feel. I mean, you yeah. know, how, how, how would you take it? I mean, especially, you know, there's not, I mean, not, well, let me not say that. How, how, how would you do it? How would you go? I don't know. I'd probably, um... Would you write a letter? That's a that's an option for a lot of people. A lot of people I know, I write know. a letter, you know, or I feel like I would because when it comes to like things like that, like you get that one moment to say what you want to say, and like my anxiety won't allow me to just wing it because I feel like whatever I say, I'm gonna forget something or. I'm going to say, damn, I should have said that, and I missed my one chance to say it, I would 100% write a fucking letter. Right. It wouldn't be, you know, back in front... 10 pages. 10,000 words. Like, not <laughs> like that. But it would be, like, a paragraph or two that just sums everything up. It wouldn't be, you know... Um, of course, depending on the situation, how much hate do I have for this person? Right. What I did mean, they do? Why did they do it? How did they do it? They, let's say they, All of these things are conditional. Well, let's say it was similar. They, they took a family member of yours or a loved one of yours, and now you have to face them in court. You're there as a, you know, maybe not as a witness, but as a character witness for the defendant who is now, uh, has lost their life. And I don't know. I think I would probably just say, like, um, you know, I hope that, you feel sorry for what you did, and yeah. I hope that you don't ever, um, I don't even know how to say it, like, yeah, I, ho- I hope, like, I hope that you, yeah, I hope that you find peace in what you did so that you can, you know, live out the rest of your days, but know that you changed my life, and I won't ever truly 100% forgive you for it, but... Whatever sentence you receive from the court is still not going to excuse the life sentence that you're really having in, my, in yourself, in your own mind, knowing that you took somebody's life. You have to live with that. So, I don't know. I, I feel sorry for you for the bad decisions that you made, you know? Right, right, right. And... I don't know. It's just it's. it's you have that in a letter, basically. Yeah, basically, and you know it's embarrassing too for the police for the police department. Uh huh. You know that one of their officers acted in such a way. Right. No, you no, know, no, so it's like everybody's affected. You know, the family of the victim, the fan, the the family of the right. of the shooter, the the whole police department, all the officers of the police department, the county, the state, the. Fucking country. Out. All of us are fucked up from it. You know, they're it's not, like... They're not handing out no tickets. <laughs> <laughs> For that, real. That you gotta county, be extra nice to those people yeah, for a that while. county ain't giving out no tickets. <laughs> no fucking... No nothing. Y'all just... It's gonna be crime. Not crime free, but it's gonna be free crime. 
For a little bit. Yeah, you know, you know what? Now that I think... I don't want to say this and be wrong, but like for some reason, I feel like it was Detroit. Okay. I think. All right. Well, don't quote me on that, but like it... I don't know if it, maybe it was a different shooting. I don't know. It's don't Detroit. Worry. You never know. But <laughs> don't worry, you owe me a shot for that. But it's all right. It's all right. That's why I was trying to. Hey, I didn't say it was a fact. Right, right, right. That's right, a half right. a shot. Right, it's a half a shot. All right, boom. But um, yeah, no, uh, I feel that you know, just obviously the police uh, of that county or whatever you know, however it works, would probably have to be doing a lot of community service. Uh, a lot of fundraisers are going to be done. In the next couple months, you know, Christmas is around the corner, so y'all be looking out for some backpack giveaways and shit like that <laughs> because, I mean, that's really the yeah. only way you're going to be able to touch the community. Yeah, like well, you got to give back to the community in some way for one of your own. Fucking up, you know? Yeah, it just sucks for everybody, you know? It's like when some, when one group, whoever it is, whether it's, you know, race, religion, occupation, whatever, like when one, when a member of a group does some fucked up shit, it makes the whole group look terrible. Right. And that applies to literally every group of every kind. Yes, yes. I so it's like, then, like, the whole, that whole community of people, that group, like, they're, they're all made to feel like they all fucked up. Right. You know, so it's like, it's true. It's like, damn, now, now we gotta all do some shit on behalf of this one dumb bitch. Right, right, right. You know? I was gonna say cause George, <laughs> but you said one dumb bitch. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Regina. Just cause Regina fucked up. Now I gotta pay for... Yeah. Fucking, I gotta take two dollars and put it into the fucking tides <laughs> at the fucking church because I know, Regina right? fucked up. But For no, real. that's kind of that is kind of how it is. And yeah. you know, I just hope that you know that family. You know, I hope they really have found forgiveness, and this isn't all just for show. Yeah. You know, I hope that you know justice is served for mm-hmm. for those people that consider her sentence justice. If you feel that it's served, it's served. Yeah. Um, if you don't, you know the welcome the, to America. Welcome to America. <laughs> welcome to America. But Sorry. you know, just you know, let's let's do better. That's all I want to say. Mm-hmm. Let's just do better and mm-hmm. do better amongst each other. You know, don't walk into your your neighbor's apartment and just without knocking. That's why you should knock first, bro. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't knock on your own door. Right, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. I've knocked on my own door. Anybody in my lie. house? Facts. Like, what? <laughs> hey. You How never, drunk do you gotta be? You that, never know. That's She was on some shit. If her story is, has any validity to it, right. she was on some shit. Oh, had to be. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even, like, let's say I came home drunk enough, bro. Like, let's say there's a robber in my house. Obviously, I wouldn't know because they're already in there. Or if I see some signs. If, if there was a back door, I would probably just knock on the door so you can leave, bro. I don't want to sit there and tussle with you and probably get shot. I don't know if you're armed or not. If you're not armed, I'm just going to be hot because I could have whooped that ass. But if you were armed, you got me beat. You know, I'm not. Like, anybody that lives, like, super protected where they got to have their gun on them all the time. I mean, I mean all the time. You just too paranoid, bro. Like you live in a too paranoid life. Now I think everybody should yeah. be able to brandish a firearm for protection. But if you got that motherfucker on you to walk in your house, to walk out your house, to go to sleep next to it in your bed pillow, under your pillow, bro, you're gonna blow your motherfucking brains out one day. Like, oh, it's 100%. too much. It's too much. Right now, do, should you have one to protect yourself? Yes. But yeah. Should you have it? Like, like it shouldn't you, be up your asshole. No. Right. I don't think you should carry it like you should carry your phone. You know what I'm saying? 
And yes, but, you should be more safe than sorry. But, you know, let's say even in a robbery situation, if he got the jump on you, bro, you still beat. What are you going to do? True. He already got the jump on you. What, you going to pull out too? Now you really going to get shot? Like, you just don't make no I sense. Know. And anybody that can say otherwise, you're, you're, you're not believing in reality. But you also, too, with the adrenaline and the and everything that you're feeling in that moment, like, we're sitting here peacefully in the AC, doing this, talking shit, having a drink, saying what we would do in a full-blown panic, situation. possibly dangerous situation. Right, 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 like, right. Easier, easy to say when you're relaxed. Like, right. So we don't really, I mean, at least for me, right. I know logically what I should do and not do in a situation like that. But am I going to stand here and say, Oh, I know. I can trust my instinct. I can trust my instinct and my um able to calm down and logically react to something at a drop of a at that moment. Like, no, the fuck, I can't. I might do some retarded shit and end up getting shot. Probably that's exactly what would happen, to be honest, because right. I'll probably panic and fuck something up. <laughs> like, I just know myself. It's a hundred percent gonna happen. And no, and that's being that's honest. Why I hope I'm never faced with the gun because I'll probably get shot. But no, and that, and that's being honest. You know, and that's coming from an honest place. And I hope yeah. that most people understand and respect that because you know most people have never or will may never hopefully never endure that. Like you may never experience that experience of right. a firearm being uh, placed upon you mm-hmm. or placed in your direction. Where you would feel uncomfortable in that way, you know. God forbid. I, I honestly believe that, you know, God forbid that happens to anybody. It mm. is not the most comfortable uh, feeling in the world. Of course, right. You know, I so imagine. I just wish that for nobody, man. Like, even for the motherfucker that got the gun on him, bro, I, I hope it ain't your day. Because you might, again, you you might not be the motherfucker that pull out first. I know. You know? And you don't know who you're fucking with either. Right. You he know? Could, he could be a psychopath and... Speaking about gun violence, this is a perfect little, you know, transition. There was recently some gun violence, well, near near to be gun violence, where a student that was attending either a, a high school or middle school uh, came to school distraught and came brandishing a firearm. Now, from the looks of it, from the video, there is video footage. You can go online. It looks like he was... He came to school with a shotgun, and it looks like he came to take his life and take the lives of other students. Now, I was reading the article. The article says that, you know, the young the young gentleman uh, just broke up with his girlfriend and was so distraught and was so close to ending his life that he did not want to take his life in his own home because he did not want his mother to find him that way that he chose to then go to the school and then attempt. He did not commit. He attempted a mass shooting in which there was no shots fired. Right. But he did brandish the firearm in in a public setting such as a school. And thank God for the, the school coach. You know, thank God for that gentleman boy because... Man, that's pressure. That's pressure. Like mm-hmm. he, li- like from the video. This is only from the video and the article that I read. The student was in the classroom, and everybody was notified that the student was in the classroom brandishing the firearm. The coach jumped at the opportunity. You know, ran to the classroom, 
you know, approached the gentleman with the firearm, you know, com uh, had a conversation with him enough to bring him down to lay down his firearm and embrace the young gentleman and prevented a mass shooting. Which is, I mean, talk about, you know, the gentleman forgiving. This motherfucker got to be a superhero too because... Oh, 100%. He completely stopped the mass shooting, bro. Like, That's you should get a fucking Medal of Honor, like a Medal of fucking <laughs> Valor. Like, no, you seriously. literally stopped a massacre from occurring. You you basically you basically stopped a terrorist threat. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we can push the agenda so far and no, so yeah, wide and so it's long. Basically, domestic terrorism. Right, and you <laughs> literally stopped that. Like, you should. That's get, like the highest honor of 2019. Yeah, you should get a fucking key to the city, bro. Like, like you stopped. Families and ch and parents' yeah. children's lives from being taken, where their school is supposed to be a safe haven for these children, and yeah, you literally it's not anymore. And you literally stopped the mass shooting. So it's like, bruh, you deserve the highest of highest honors. And I don't know if you've seen the video, but um, no. yeah, the, the 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 coach coaxed the young gentleman out of the classroom. And embraced him, and embraced him, and told, and I'm gonna imagine that he told him to just hug him and just let it all out, and you know, slowly but surely grabbed the firearm away from him, gave it to another teacher that was actually attempting to run away, but then as the coach told the teacher to come back and grab this firearm from him, he continued to embrace the young gentleman until he was taken by the proper authorities. Now the young man is in custody and is and is looking at charges. Of yeah, of course. Attempted. Yeah, not attempted. Not attempted murder or nothing like that. Well, no, but but uh, no, actually, actually, what he got charged with was felony possession of a firearm in, in the school. Yeah. So, I'm not I'm not dumbing it down. This is what he got charged with. Um, I don't know what a sentence like that should uh, carry, but I hope the young gentleman receives enough help. To where yeah. something like this, he would never think of committing again and would hopefully stop others from committing as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to shit like this, it's like, it doesn't require a prison sentence. It requires, like, intense mental health therapy of some sort. Because, right. like, they're not, I don't know. And that's I know it. this is another, this is another hot topic. Yeah. Is it just a piece of shit person, or is it a mental mental health disorder? Does it require prison or intense therapy? You know, like I would say, you know, obviously they need to be kept somewhere for quite some time until they should be back in society. But I wouldn't say traditional prison would be the route to go for people like this because it's not you're not committing this crime because of poverty or because you need money or because of like. The typical reasons why people usually commit crimes, crimes, sometimes violent crimes, like, he's doing this because it's literally, there's something fucking wrong in his head. Nobody who's mentally stable would ever consider doing that. Right. And that's what I think some people forget to look at. They just look at it as, oh my god, he was trying to kill all these people, what a fucking psycho, he needs to be locked up, blah, blah, blah. Cookie cutter, right. I, like, yeah, true, he obviously is psychotic in some way, but what does that mean? Mental health issues. Like, he needs... Some kind of mental health. I don't know what the fuck they got for people who are at that level of, of mental illness. Right. But whatever it is is, is not enough 
because this keeps happening. You know, thankfully this one didn't happen. Right. But like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these kids these days. There's something. There's something off with all these motherfuckers. I don't know what it is. Now, how would you feel about? I'm just coming up with this idea now. How would you feel about permanent surveillance? Like, like permanent house arrest. In so much, yes. In permanent. S- in so much of an idea, yeah. Look, you're gonna go to jail, yes. Mm-hmm. But when you come out, let's say you do get a lesser sentence, because I mean, okay. yes, he's brandishing a firearm. I don't know what even the sentence usually is. For right, that, so. he he might do three to five. Okay, you know, so say five. It's a- let's say he does five. But knowing that he has a mental health issue, obviously he would have to go and further me- uh, medically into that. Mm-hmm. But what would you? How would you feel? And th- I'm not saying that they do this or don't do this. But how would you feel about permanent surveillance on people such as him that have either attempted or have committed these heinous yeah. crimes? How would you feel about permanent surveillance? Like even an Amber Geiger. You know, how would you feel about her receiving a permanent surveillance after committing this atrocity? Are you meaning permanent, like, literally for the rest of your the life. remainder of their life? Yeah. Like, till they die? Yeah. Murderers don't even get that. Well, that's what I'm House saying. House arrest isn't even permanent. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even for a murdering civilian, how would you feel about permanent surveillance? Like, as an option. I mean... Now, obviously... Permanent, I don't know. I don't know. Permanent just it seems... Long. Permanent. Right, it's permanent. <laughs> you know, like... It's like, damn, literally till they fucking die? Yeah. Which, I mean, I, yes. I guess if I were, you know, the parent of a kid at one of these schools, like... What? Oh. Um... Like, the parents of one of these kids at these schools that either this happened at or, like, where this one almost happened at, like, probably without a doubt, I'd be like, oh, my God, yes, 100%, they need to do that immediately. Or, you know, something. Because more, like, emotion would be going into the answer. But, like, I don't know. I guess that wouldn't be, like, the worst idea necessarily. Like, although you can still... Commit crimes. Yeah, like, how is that going to really stop you? If the mental health isn't issue isn't as addressed as it should be. Putting you on house arrest isn't going to stop you from killing people right. if you really want to. Right, right, if you really want to. It's don't. like making guns, like, oh, felons can't get guns. Well, really? Right, right, yeah, right, the right, fuck right. they can. Right, right. It's not going to stop anything if well, you really want to do well, it. Well, I mean, even the stuff further, like, like even, like, surveillance cameras in the homes, you know, in obviously public areas such as, like, the living room or the kitchen, mm-hmm. where it's not as private, like, I'm talking yeah. about some CCTV shit that they got in uh, yeah. in Europe where everything's under surveillance. You know what I'm saying? Where you walk down the street, you're being under surveillance. You're, you know, yeah. you're jumping um, into your car. You know, anything public in a public area in, in Europe is usually under surveillance, especially in England. I guess, I don't know, that might not be, like, the worst idea. Right. Um, I mean, we are hiring more security jobs ever than now than ever yeah. in history. So I'm saying, what if this is an option? And I'm not saying to dumb down these these sentences because oh, obviously no, but... criminals should be in jail, and that's just that's the name of the game. That's all there is to it. That's all there can be to it. And these these atrocities are are criminal 
in, in, in the sense, like are the basis of criminality. And right. so what I'm saying is, is that obviously after you get your sentence and you come home, let's say we take away the, you know, where you do the background check or whatever, but you're on constant surveillance. You have to notify your employee that, hey, I, I am under constant surveillance. You know what I'm saying? I have to notify you as an employer that I am under constant surveillance, constant surveillance by the U.S. government to even work in a facility, they would have to have access to the surveillance here to make sure that I'm not going to be committing any crimes, any further crimes. It's in your house. It's in your job. You know, you got to have probably a dash cam in your car. What implies... <laughs> Throws out application. Right, right, right. Obviously. Who the fuck is going to hire them? <laughs> Obviously. Right, but... Oh, but... I'm under constant surveillance. Do you mind? I mean, I almost killed, like, a ton of people, but well, I didn't, so... Well, well that's what I'm saying. You would, like, have, to, well, you would have to take away the background information part. Like, obviously, background history. Like, uh, Barack tried to take that out. I'm not saying that it's out right now, but there was actually a movement to remove that because, obviously, that's a strike against... Anybody seeking out employment or future employment after committing any crimes, whether it could be fucking DUI to, you know, to domestic violence to obviously murder, you know, it it ranges, it ranges. Yeah, but that's another thing too. I feel like although, yes, that would give them more of an opportunity to be reintroduced to society and not have that attached to them forever which obviously that will help them succeed and not commit crimes again because right. they'll have opportunities that everybody else has. But at the same time, I think about it from, like, an employer standpoint. Like, sorry, but, like, I want to know if, like, you raped or killed somebody in the past. Right. Like, I need to know who I'm hiring because if I don't know and say you rape or kill a coworker, and I'm the one that hired you but I didn't know that you have a criminal background of similar crimes... I'm going to feel like I literally allowed this person to get raped or killed. Right, 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 right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. Allow them to have more, you know, um, more, uh, what the fuck am I saying? Liberties. Yeah, like more, right. More availability to succeed in their future now that they've, you know, finished their sentence. Or, like know who the fuck you're hiring and possibly stop another crime because not everybody who murders or rapes only does it once. Right. Chances are, especially with rape, you've done it more than once. Right, right, right. But that's th- those are those crimes. I mean, obviously... You yeah, but I mean, what are you else are really worried about? Nothing else really puts people's lives at risk as much as those do. And you, and you would say that, but like, let's say this young gentleman with brandishing the firearm. When that's been written down and just that and only that, a lot of people would be like, all right, young gentleman, you've made some mistakes in your, you know, prior in your life. We can look past that and move you forward in our company. Would you hire him? At the mental state he's at right now? Hell no. No, but eventually. Eventually. Let's say. Let's and, you say knew that, and you knew that about him. Let's say he's 30. Let's say I don't know what he is now, 15? Probably. All right, so whatever. In 15 years when we hope he's semi-rehabilitated? Right. And rehabilitated and... Let's say that was a strike against them, and let's say I have a labor-intensive job, or maybe not even a labor-intensive job, but, ah, I mean, I would say yeah, because, you know, everybody deserves a second chance, and I really believe in second chances, so. No, yeah, yeah. So, in that aspect, my opinion, I'm not saying I would give them a second chance right now, but, bro, Uh after you do your sentence, 
And yeah. you show me that you got medical records and treatment that you that you on your shit. Right, right, and that right. You on your shit, like you gonna piss for me? Yeah, you gonna piss test for me? Like we gonna get to the nitty gritty of it, but guess what? I I do believe in second chances. Yeah. And we gonna give you one right now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, as an employer or a future uh, employer. I I would definitely give somebody a second chance, but that's nice that you think about it that way. But I'm on your ass. I'm on your ass, even if it does cost me a little bit more, bro. Because I don't know what success you can bring to my company. You know what I'm saying? Like just because you committed a, a an atrocity doesn't mean <laughs> that you don't have good qualities prior to that atrocity. Oh, of course. Of you know course. what I'm saying? Not, people who commit these crimes aren't terrible in every aspect of life. Right. You know, they just have a break. Sometimes people break. Sometimes people snap, you know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. a domestic violence, like, you know, hey, look, you, you got into a fight with your wife, you know, that was 20 years ago or 10 years ago or even five right. years ago. Right. You know, you did your time, you you committed the crime, you did your time, and now you're home, and now you're trying to rehabilitate yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't expect yeah. the, the, the court system to do it for you. You taking the steps further to rehabilitate yourself. Right. I, you know, I'm not saying I gotta give you that chance, but I don't think I think I'm willing to give you that chance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's super nice and generous of you for sure, because a lot of people wouldn't say that. Oh no, I, and I imagine I don't that, even know if I for sure could say that. Right. Because I truly see like logic in both ways of thinking of it that I truly don't know which one I would pick. Right, right, right. No, and I, and I completely see that with a lot of things, and that's why you know me living on both sides of the of the fence. I would, I would have to say that, yes, if you committed the crime and you did the time and you came home and you opted out of that life to then pursue a new life mm-hmm. in a new way, in form and fashion, yeah, bro, I'll give it to you. Right, right, right. You know? But I'm on your ass. You gonna, It's going to be just harder for you. I ain't going to say it ten times harder, five times harder. It's just going to be harder for you, bro. Yeah, right, right, right. So you have more. a lot more to prove yeah, than go- non Almost murderers, rapists, whatever the arm case droppers, may be. whatever the fuck, you right. know. Right. No, and, and that's the thing, you know. I I would hope that person doesn't commit another crime in, in my facility or my vicinity, but you know, I would hope to drive that to not be the possibility. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I mean <laughs> considering you'd be the one who's gonna give him the opportunity to start working, like I don't think he'll probably kill you. <laughs> you know? Just don't fire him. Not at first, right? But if I just don't fire him, then he's gonna kill your right. ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. If he ends up fired, then then I fucked up. See, you can't up. fire him. He will have to be an employee forever. But Wouldn't that... you be scared to fire somebody who comes? <laughs> I don't know. I like, don't know. You, you don't have to. You don't have to do your job. It's okay. Just <laughs> don't kill anybody. Hey, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, I'm not coming in on Monday. Oh, don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> Me on the other line. No, don't worry. It's fine. It's the okay. rest of the employees mad as fuck because they don't have the same advantages. Right, right. <laughs> you ain't, see, ain't more that, problems than you think. Ain't that about a bitch? That's fucked I'd up. be pissed if I was a, another employee. <laughs> like, I didn't kill anybody, but he's the one that gets the advantages? <laughs> he gets Monday off? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you be fucking living if you that, were the co-worker? I would be a little bit living. He's getting fucking uh, perks <laughs> for being a nutcase? <laughs> fuck no. No, I, I, you see, that's I why I can't answer that because there's so many conditions on both sides. Right, no, I, and I do hear you. I do hear you with that. I do hear you with that. But, I mean, this is just the climate and the life and the world that we live mm-hmm. in. But, you know, yeah. I would think if somebody is trying to make the step in the right direction, it yeah. would be in anyone's best interest because that only shows a pursuit of 
success and happiness. Yeah. And that only, you know, furthers the agenda for what everybody should strive for mm-hmm. as being an employer or as a, being an employee. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying to not or to automatically uh, hire your ex-cons or ex-felons or ex-misdemeanors or ex-criminals. But I would say, you know, if you're sitting there watching this to, you know, maybe think twice, bro. Maybe he got more to offer. Maybe he got more mm-hmm. uh, to give to Definitely your company. Possible. To where, bro, just take just take five minutes, man. Just take five minutes. Let's hear him out. Right. You know, if, if, he, if he tells you up front what it is, he's obviously being honest with you right here and now. Right. And you know what's on the table. Right. If you, you have feel, to read him. Yeah, if you feel uncomfortable about it, obviously he would tell you, hey, look, this is what I did. If you feel uncomfortable, just let me know so I can not waste your time and my time and mm-hmm. get on with my day because there's going to be five other interviews he got. You right. Know, or she got, you know. There's, right. There's young ladies commit cr- crimes too. Yeah, true. There's female problems, that's for sure. You know, I'm just saying, Florida is famous for women criminals. But, <laughs> no, you know, because I, I say that because... Um, that documentary you showed me about the the, the serial killer, the female serial killer. Oh, women who kill? Oh, I love no, that. the main one, Jane, whatever. Oh, um, the Florida prostitute one. Eileen Warnock. There you go, Eileen Warner. Yeah, Eileen. Eileen Warner. Well, I don't know. It wasn't Warner her last name? Yeah, no, she was out of Florida. She was a prostitute. She killed her Johns. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. There's some serial killer bitches out of Florida people. No, just no. make sure you you ready for these Florida problems. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, stay away, please. <laughs> we're full and full of psychos. Facts. facts, facts. <laughs> so boom, let's let's do a shot. Let's, we're gonna close out here. Mm. We're just gonna have a little shot. We're gonna have a little shot. All right. No, nothing too harmful. Nothing too harmful. Yeah, also props to the mom who stopped her son from committing a mass r- murder because she read his journal. That too. So props to that bitch. Shout out to you, moms. This shot's for you too. <laughs> this shot's for you. This shot is for the I co- turned in my kid too. Fuck that. This shot is for the coach. <laughs> this shot is for... Also, Tegan Andrea. Tegan Andrea. Almost newlyweds. Whoop, whoop. Newlyweds. Almost, soon almost. Soon not yet. Soon to be, soon to be. This shot is All for right, you. Cheers to you, motherfuckers. Ugh, it's hot. A little bit, a little bit. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I must say and have to say, as I always do, we have reached inebriation. (laughs) Thank you for checking us out. We are on all social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Pandora. Check us out on Pandora Podcast. We are also on Patreon. Check out our Patreon page. We will be having some interesting things coming out. We will be having merch. We will have merch. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. This has been another episode of the Knee Braided Podcast. Thank you for listening.